Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal. I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic sleep and dream experts, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. How are you today? Great, Wendy. How are you? I'm fantastic. Getting good rest, getting good night's sleep. Thanks yes. to uh, thanks to everybody actually who's <laughs> listening and practicing all of the things that you're We're you're getting the energy. Thank you for sharing. Exactly. <laughs> we are here with you every single week. If you've never joined us before, we welcome you. We want to let you know that the art of spiritual sleep is a deep dive into the power of your sleep and your dreams to impact your awakened day as shared by the Kabbalists over the centuries and through the deep and ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. We welcome you here and we're happy that you've joined us. Today's episode is called Say a Little Prayer. Ready, Mordecai? Say a little, Say a little prayer for me. <laughs> we're going to continue on with the discussions we've been having about uh, those physical things that you can do and spiritual things that you can do to, to amplify your sleep and your dreams. This has kind of been going on for the, the last few weeks in this series six. So we're very excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure that we share with you that we have two great features at the end of every episode. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week. Um, so you have the ability to interpret your dreams and maybe help those around you to interpret theirs and also something to sleep on. Something to sleep on is a is where Mordecai shares about uh, techniques, uh, tips, meditations, exercises that you can do each and every day in your life to really uh, elevate your sleep and dreams. So please stay tuned for that. All right, before yes. we start singing again, Mordecai. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why not? <laughs> So uh, I don't know, you know if, you're, if the audience wants to hear me sing. <laughs> you're better than me. Um, well, you know, everyone has their gifts and their qualities. Wendy, <laughs> you have many gifts and many qualities. So Thank this you. should not awaken any insecurity. What's oh, no. <laughs> so, um, um, so, you know, until now, we mainly covered meditations. We actually shared with the... Uh, in different episodes, we share different uh, meditations that people can use. And I remember a quote from my teacher, from Karen Berg, that when we pray, we actually speak to the force of creation. And when we meditate, we actually listen to the force of creation and to the messages. So until now, we mainly covered listening to the force of creation. And... I think maybe it's time because the Kabbalists give a lot of weight to the power of prayer, to awaken miracles, to awaken abundance, uh, prosperity, sustenance, health, uh, protection, and so many, many other benefits. So um, this is what the Kabbalists call, when we speak about prayer, um, the Kabbalists call it awakening from below. Like um, we live in the physical reality, which is considered to be the below. And the force of creation is um, representing the above, the, the, the metaphysical energy. And when we do an action or say words, anything that we do or say creates some sort of awakening, 
It's like you pull in strings um, in the um, in the upper walls, like you're pressing a keyboard. So the Kabbalists view the idea of prayer as um, um, from lack of a better example, it's like typing. You type on the keyboard, and if you know what to type, it's like programming. Right. You can dictate how the physical reality is going to behave. You can achieve control over the physical reality. Is it 100% control? Uh, there's no guarantee for that. Uh, for that, we need to have greater certainty in the force of creation. Uh, but you know what? Even if you improve your life, 10%, 20% more, that's already, you're gonna feel a big, uh, a big difference. So yeah. the awakening below creates an awakening of, from the above to bestow more blessings, more positive energy uh, upon us. It's what, uh, it's what allows the blessings to come. Right, and who wouldn't want to improve their life in any percentage, <laughs> you know? Right, right. I mean, even 1% better is, is you know, in, in a scheme of everything is amazing, so. Right, and we know also, like the phrase, be careful what you wish for, right? Yeah. Like, oh, well, why should I be careful? Because we understand consciously or subconsciously how powerful are our wishes, how powerful are our desires. Right, so it's like reminds me the the joke. I don't know how many people will find it funny about this guy that uh, it's probably like a famous joke about this guy that every single day is begging the creator to win the lottery, and after thirty years begging every day, and uh, you know he's writing a letter to God and you gotta help me. So the angels came to God and said, you know. Give the guy the, the lottery, the first prize. We can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> and, the, and the creator said, I want to, but he needs to buy a lottery ticket. Right. So sometimes in the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah talks about it. Like with the story, the biblical story of Isaac and Rebecca. Uh, that they couldn't bring children to the world. And so Isaac, it says that Isaac prayed. So... The Zohar is asking the question, what's the, what's the deal here? Like, why did Isaac pray? Because he was a righteous, like, couldn't he just get what he wanted? He prayed for years. And the answer the Zohar gives is that the force of creation enjoys, it reveals so much light. Our prayers reveal so much light, especially the prayers of the righteous, but even us, Let's say we are not so high in our spiritual level. Imagine you bring a candle to a dark room, right? It brings so much light as opposed to bringing the same candle to a room full with light. So even if we are not so spiritual and we are not so uh, energetical and we don't even know how to pray, but with our awakening, even as simple as it is, because any form of prayer, any language would walk. Well, I remember a great story that Karen Berg told many, many times. Yes. Um, you know, about a little boy who, you know, he didn't know how to pray. He didn't know the words to say. He didn't know anything. And he was standing outside, you know, around more righteous people or apparently more righteous people that knew how to pray. 
and you know he he just started he wanted to join in to their prayers because yes. he knew he wanted to connect and he didn't know what to do so he took a whistle and he blew the whistle and he blew the whistle and blew the whistle of course it's disrupting everybody and so those people there were you know uh, uh kind of judging a little bit right yeah they were upset why are you breaking our connection exactly and the great kabbalist the Baal Shem Tov, and you've talked to about him many times in these in these podcasts you know literally turned around and said that little boy has opened up the gates of everything more than any of you yes. could with your prayers because it was pure of heart and because he wanted and had such a big desire to connect and you know it, it always stuck with me through the years because you know i i can say you know personally i often find it hard to find the right words to say right, right? when i'm right. talking to the creator and sometimes you know, we even uh, we are afraid it will be misunderstood or exactly or not um, saying it the best way or, right you know there's so many prayers even across faith you know this isn't about one faith or another it's across faith there's these prayers that you learn right and, and he also knows the force of creation knows what you want or what you're asking for why do we do the prayer to awaken that energy from below someone needs to flip the switch for the light uh, to come in it's a sort of a paradox because the force of creation can do anything and yet for the light to be revealed in the physical reality someone needs to flip the switch which is us which is obviously connected to the idea that we um, it's not that the force of creation cannot bring the light even if we do nothing but it's the idea that we feel that we had part in 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 bringing that light and that's that's the feeling that we want to experience that we are co-creators in in our reality and you know the story you mentioned it's, it like reminds me that um remember my teacher uh Rav Berg said to his wife to Karen you are that boy with the whistle yeah and later on Karen shared with us with all the students that we are now the before Karen ascended from the physical reality, Karen said, you are now the boy with the whistle. You're gonna open up the gates. Yep, and it's, yeah. I think it's very powerful for many reasons, but also to remind us how truly important each and every one of us is, yes. right? And how much, how like much we, we It's very important that we value more our actions and our consciousness exactly. and the words we say. Because um, if we're waiting for someone else to turn on the light, who knows when is that? When when's that gonna be? You know, everyone is counting on someone else. Right. You know. <laughs> okay. But so... really, you know, when it comes to the prayer, uh, the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, talks about it. The Creator, he doesn't care how and what you pray, and you know, if you know one language or another. He only cares that your heart is in the right place, that your consciousness is in the right place. So, Mordecai, yes, we, it, you've set a beautiful stage for us. I have two questions. One, yes. how does this connect back to, to sleep and dreams? But also knowing that there are many prayers, and I know that you're going to share a very important one with us. 
if what you're saying is true is it important for us to follow like like certain prayers unlock certain things right so yes right. it's true that you can be the boy with the whistle but there is a technology behind prayers as well right. correct right so it's very helpful to know the right number when you dial right exactly i mean don't get me wrong i mean the, the 99 of it is the intention like the famous story with the again the great Baal Shem Tov, that came to a house of prayer and he couldn't enter. And the people ask, why can't you enter? He says, because it's full, the, the house is full. But they said, no, there's no one here. He says, no, the house is full with prayers that were not elevated. I can't come in. We need, first of all, to fix those prayers, elevate them, and then there'll be room uh, for us to... So just keep in mind, before we share with you the technology, that it's 99% where your mind is, where your intention is, where your consciousness is, where your heart is. So the Kabbalists used in, I would say, pretty much, I would say all, all the prayers, the power of the Hebrew alphabet. Um, obviously, there are other techniques, like, for example, uh, dancing is a form of can be a form of prayer. Laughing can be a form of prayer. Uh, so obviously the, you don't need a language for that. Um, you just need to take a few dance classes. Uh, <laughs> but but, uh, but even then, you know, you don't even have to take dance classes. But as we mentioned before, the Kabbalists use the Hebrew alphabet um, to combine different sequences. And every sequence uh, creates a different vessel that draws light. What the prayer does, it creates vessels, containers that are the capacity to receive more and more light. And there's a, a spiritual concept in Kabbalah, um, very similar to the movie with Kevin Costner. If you build it, they it will come. come. Right? So the idea is the moment you build the vessel, the light of the force of creation has to enter and fill it up. So uh, some people sometimes ask, I don't understand, uh, where is my health? I'm doing everything by the book. I'm spiritual. I'm on the path. Or where is the soulmate energy? Or where is the abundance? And the answer is, if you build it, it will come. So the moment you prepare, the moment you build the vessel, if you haven't received it, one of the possible reasons is that the vessel is not ready yet. Right. You won't be able to contain so much energy or um, you won't be able necessarily to, uh, to handle it. Having said that, dancing, laughter, from the point of view of the Kabbalists, the use of the Hebrew letters, the Hebrew alphabet, is one of the most, if not the most effective form uh, of prayer. It works the best for you. The Kabbalists actually believe that all the other letters of all the other languages, they were created by humans. And the Hebrew letters are the only ones that the, were created originally by the force of creation. Hmm. So just as a side note, um, so it's not man-made, it's really divine-made. And every shape of every letter has a, a very specific meaning to it. There's this, at least one secret out of many behind the shape of the letter. 
the, the letter, the, the, the shape gives us a different uh, vibration. Right. I think we were saying in a couple of episodes ago that we need to do a whole episode just on the, the Hebrew letters and all of this information. Right. We've talked about it a few times. Right. But only little pieces. So, so I just want to make it clear that, you know, if you find um, a better way, a more effective way uh, to do your personal prayer uh, before you go to sleep, because that's what we're focusing on, um, do it. From our experience and from the experience of the Kabbalists, that's what they found as the most effective throughout thousands of years. So why not, uh, you know, to use that instead of trying to figure out like what works for you, just, uh, you know, try it. 30 try days it, trial, like you won't be charged. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to, have to put your card uh, for, the, for the prayer. So, so, so this, um, this prayer is called the Shema, or you might hear it as Shema, which means to listen. Um, and it's called the Shema at bedtime because there's also Shema reading uh, in the morning. And there's also Shema reading in the evening uh, that people use. This one is just before you go to sleep. It has so many benefits uh, from health, for protection, for your dreams. Um, it has 248 words that they correspond. Uh, I know it sounds a lot. Uh, but 248 words correspond to the 248 parts of our body and also our soul. So I don't know if we mentioned it, but every part of our body has a part of the soul. Like we know this, let's say, when we sit on our foot, on the, let's say on the floor, so the, the, the foot can become numb, right? Mm -hmm. Because the blood holds the lower level of the soul called the nefesh. And when there's no blood supply, there's no soul energy supply uh, to that organ and that's why it becomes numb from a spiritual perspective so what we want to do you, when we use the shema is even to imagine to visualize as we are uh, connecting to each word that each word releases the part of the soul that corresponds to that part of the body it's genius it has like a it's like even when a plane takes off, it, there, there are like different stages. So this is like really like part of the taking off. It's like everything is ready, the engines are ready, and it's like the taking off is releasing, releasing all um, uh, all this. It's like, I wish I could demonstrate it, but it's really like, imagine like lights, lights emerging out of your body, which is your, those lights are your soul. Mm -hmm. And they're coming from all over your body, like in the movies, right? When, uh, when they see like the light is coming out of the individual and it's done through the, in the most best way, like takeoff, it's done through uh, the Shema. But healing and protection and blessings, even sending messages, receiving messages, it's all inside um, the Shema, revealing well, your potential. <clears throat> I can go on. <laughs> Well, and, and just so that everybody knows, there have been a few, uh, I want to say a couple of episodes where actually we've given you a piece of it, yes. right? That is specific to what we were talking without about. Without telling so, you what it is, yes. Without really going into the detail of it, but we have shared aspects of it because 
it has so much impact on our sleep and our dreams. So and now it's, it's really, kind of like it's, the whole picture. It's really one of the most powerful connections you can do before bedtime. It also helps with a, with a smoother takeoff. Let's say you had, let's say, uh, you know, happens like a heavy, heavy day or something really bothers you or uh, someone said something and it's a bit like restless energy when you lay down. This is like, a, I don't want to say tranquilizer, but, but it's like a spiritual, it puts your soul at ease. Your soul feels safer. And also the body feels the, the calmness, the peacefulness. Right. So the soul can ascend higher and, and faster. faster. And I have to say that so many times when I do the one-on-one -on -one, uh, sleep uh, sessions, and it's one of the questions if the person is familiar with the Shema, if they're doing it. And I am, I'm happy to report that when people are, uh, uh, when the answer is no, and when people start to incorporate it, they see tremendous, tremendous shift, tremendous improvement. And it's like, it takes like a few minutes to do it. It's not like a 30 minute meditation. No, it's not. Okay, so um, I'm not gonna ask you to do the whole thing here because one of the things that uh, obviously, I don't wanna skip to the end, but we are gonna give to you um, the, actual, uh, the actual whole right. prayer plus a recording of Mordecai uh, reciting it so that you can hear it is it okay, Mordecai? Uh, and I guess I am slipping. I, I, I am skipping a little bit to something to sleep on. But um, is it okay for people just maybe at the start just to listen to you instead of yeah, saying sure. it themselves so that they can? Or is it important that they say it straight away? Um, no, no. They, um, I can uh, do like a little demonstration. Okay. Um, and by the way, it also converts energy that doesn't serve us in the most positive way to the best energy. So it's also an energy converter, the Shema. So um, the Shema is unleashed, you know, the power of the Shema is unleashed uh, when we recite this uh, prayer and thinking about others that need healing, that need protection um, and support and energy. Um, so before you say the first line of the Shema, you, covered your, you cover your eyes with the right hand. Um, obviously, right now, if you're driving and listening or watching this or cutting a salad or anything else <laughs> uh, that might put you Don't at risk, close your do, eyes. Not, do not do this. <laughs> right. So, um, so you cover your eyes. It's only for the first part of the Shema, the first line. Um, and um, then uh, you can say it, and in the recording, you'll be able to repeat after me. And then there's another line which is silent, if you want to send this energy. The reason, by the way, you cover your eyes with the right hand, the right hand is related to the energy of kindness and sharing and giving, and you want to receive the light of the Shema in like through a filter, because the light of the Shema is very strong, very strong. Um, there's actually a very ancient story from like 500 years ago, but one of the students of the Ari, Ravai Zakluya, a great, great Kabbalist, the student was Rabbi Chaim Vital, Rabbi Chaim Vital, that the Ari told him specifically 
make sure you cover your eyes uh, before the Shema, so you can receive the light in the balanced uh, energy. And you know, Rabbi Chaim Vital might have these moments of like, maybe rebelling or maybe not following 100% uh, through for one reason or another. And he shares that he, he experienced a physical effect on his eyes. Like his vision was affected hmm. because he was doing the Shema. I don't know if it was temporary or, or a, a bit longer, but um, it was really uh, interesting. So you, you cover your eyes, you repeat, um, you can also repeat after the recording, then the next uh, sentence you say silently, and then you can take off, you can remove the, uh, the hand. And um, then there are four sections. This is the full reading. Um, but you can just do, at least for the beginning, um, you can do just the, just the Shema um, and uh, the silent uh, sentence as well. So it's two sentences. Maybe if you feel more advanced, you can do the first section out of the four. It's all available, by the way, on the booklet uh, Dialing God or in the app Dialing God. So you can just cover your eyes with the right hand and you say Shema, Shema Israel. Israel. Adonai, Adonai, Eloheinu, Eloheinu, Adonai, Adonai, Echad, Echad, Baruch, Shem, Kevod, Malchuto, Leolam, Vaed. So the second line I said um, loud. Uh, so you'll be able to hear it, but you're supposed to uh, say it uh, silently. And that's it. it. It also, this reading, this one is uh, um, finishing any negative energy that was, might have been around you, around your shield, around your, your aura. Um, so many things. It's connecting you to your potential. It, show, it shows you your potential. So many, many gifts, and uh, I prescribe this medicine uh, many, many times for many, <laughs> many reasons. Awesome. <clears throat> well, thank you, Mordecai, for actually explaining not only what prayer and how important prayer is um, in general, but how it connects right. to our sleep and dreams through this particular one. Um, I just want to kind of add on at the end just to remind everybody about how, you know, how beautiful it is that you can be you can have the specific technology like the Shema and what uh, Mordecai says, or you can be the little, the little person with the, the, the whistle. The important thing is to understand and remember, you know, how much light you unlock when you are connecting in that way. So thank you for reminding all of us, Mordecai. Um, we've just done something to sleep the on. The song says, <laughs> just give me the light. We've just done something to sleep on, so I'll just remind everybody before we jump to the language of dreams, usually it's the opposite way, but since we were kind of focused on it um, just now, so something to sleep on is to try out this amazing um, light-filled activated prayer. You'll be able to find the um, all of the information and a recording of it and the actual words of it on our uh, social media platforms, so take uh, a minute and go check it out. What is the language of dreams, Mordecai? What's our sleep symbol this week? So we chose stairs. 
stairs? Yes. Right, the stair stairway to heaven. Stairway to heaven. <laughs> we can sing again. And she's gone. No. <laughs> this time I give you the microphone. No. <laughs> so the, the stairs uh, are very powerful, very powerful sign. Uh, they represent in Hebrew the word stair is madrega. And it's coming from the word level. Ah. That's interesting. So when you when you say in Hebrew that you're taking one step in the stairs, you, it also means in Hebrew that you're going to the next level. <laughs> so when you see stairs in a dream, it's about an opportunity to go to your next level. It can be in business. It can be in, uh, in uh, relationships. Let's say you are dreaming that you're going in the stairs to your bedroom, but it's not necessarily your bedroom, uh, but you, it feels like it's your bedroom, you're going to the next level in your relationship, or you're about to find the right person for you. If you're not in a relationship, uh, same with business, if you're going uh, via stairs to the office, stairways to heaven, right? That's like going to the next level spiritually. And obviously, if something happens to the stairs, like the stairs are blocked, the stairs uh, broke, so that represents, yes, there is an opportunity, but first you have to walk on a belief system or something energetically that blocks you. And um, with some guidance, uh, with proper spiritual guidance, you can achieve it. So uh, otherwise, you wouldn't see it in the dream. So... And it's also stairs the work... stairs going up, stairs going down. Yeah, I was going to say, stairs work way both stairs. ways. Right. So it depends also if it's both ways. Um, if it's just going down, there's no way to go up. So uh, it's it can be a warning sign that, uh, you know, the, this uh, adventure uh, might end with uh, bringing the individual down. Okay. So if it's a stairwell that goes both ways, does it mean something different than just you see yourself going down? No, so, so both ways, it shows you there is an opportunity here and it's what you make out of it. Obviously, uh, if you see yourself walking in those stairs, going up, that's even better. If you see yourself going down, so it's a potential warning sign. And... Um, in general, it's mostly good all the time that it's really an opportunity. Whether it's a warning sign or, or going to your next level, even the warning sign it's better. is a way to go to the next level. So right. It's really, really all good. It's all light. And does it make a difference if it's um, you on the stairs or if you're seeing somebody else go up and down? So if you down. see someone else, it depends what they represent to you. Uh, usually I tell people to close their eyes and think of what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about this person that you saw. Because your brain picked up this individual to go on the stairs for a reason, because they represent to you something that is related to the message. Okay. Uh, trust, lack of trust, insecurity, happiness, feeling loved, and whatever that is represented through this individual to go, uh, to, go to the next level. It can also mean that this can be a message for that particular individual. How do you if know the difference? still in the physical reality. That's a question for a dream interpretation. Okay. All right. So if you're not sure, 
as always, we recommend you get a dream interpretation, but it sounds like this one in general is good in it. And, and as long as you understand the scenario, it, you might be able to interpret it yourself. Which reminds me, I really want to take the opportunity and thank uh, all the beautiful souls, all the beautiful people that uh, uh, shared the beautiful feedback and testimonials uh, about the dream interpretation and about the out of spiritual sleep, the private sessions. I'm really thankful and grateful. And uh, just to keep in mind that we always welcome also uh, suggestions for improvement. So Absolutely. feel free to share. Absolutely. And you were heading, it was a great segue for where I was going. And that is to remind everybody that um, we are on several different social media platforms where we'd love to hear from you and, and get your comments and testimonials. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Art of Spiritual Sleep. Also, if you want to have your dream interpreted, you can reach out to Mordechai at dreams at Kabbalah.com. Or if you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one session where, with Mordechai where you can work on something specific in your dreams or just get more information and help to elevate your dreams, you can reach him at um, artofspiritualsleep at Kabbalah.com. Um, we invite you to share all of this. You know, we say this every week. The more we share and the more people that are using these techniques to elevate their sleep and dreams, not only is it better for the world, but it's also better for you. Like when you yes. guys do this, then we get better sleep. And I got to tell you, I am definitely sleeping better. Um, so I'm, so I'm very appreciative. Yeah, I'm very appreciative to everybody. I love, by the way, I love the emails, the posts on the social media, like the people sleeping better. It's just amazing. It's awesome. It warms my heart and it warms my bed. <laughs> That's awesome. So please keep warming Mordecai's bed. Yes. <laughs> please. So please like and share <laughs> and uh, and and share your share what you've learned with somebody today. You know, you don't have to do it on social media. Even if you tell a friend, uh, that's going to help you and it's going to help your friend. All right, Mordecai. Thank you again for all this incredible information. We thank hope you. Thank you, you Wendy. Great, <laughs> we hope that you all have a great week. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you and God bless. Sleep well. <laughs>